You're tuning in to Spectre Radio. Revisiting our favorite Star Wars movie moments and debate about scenes from the show. We're just three millennials flying our way through the galaxy through the eyes of the clones, Jedi, and bounty hunters. I'm Wyatt. I'm Andrew. My name is Alyssa, and we are... Spectre Radio. Radio. Even I fell victim to the heroics of a single spoiler. Never again. Thank you, Grand Admiral Thrawn, for the spoiler warning. Again, Spectre Radio contains adult content and spoilers. I started hearing whispers of Thrawn's return as heir to the Empire. What happens when we find Thrawn? Power, such as you've never dreamed. I've spent most of my life fighting a war. That's why I'm trying to convince you to help me prevent another one. You and I both know who could help you with this. She's still just as stubborn as ever. I bet your master found you difficult at times. Anakin never got to finish my training. I walked away from him, just like I walked away from Sabine. You never made things easy for me. Master. As a Jedi, sometimes you have to make the decision no one else can. But I'm counting on you to see this through. Nice haircut. Sometimes we have to do what's right, regardless of our personal feelings. Buckle up. If we don't stop Thrawn, everything will be in vain. You have no power. Anakin spoke highly of you. I'm not here to discuss my past. We have a lot of work to do. Once a rebel, always a rebel. Alyssa, allow me to commend you on your efforts today. You've been quite a worthy opponent. I regret we haven't met face to face and perhaps never shall. Still, you should know I knew your master. I concluded that your strategies would be similar. One wonders just how similar you might become. Perhaps this is where a Ronin such as you belongs. Today, victory is mine. Long live the Empire and long live Spectre Radio. <laughs> hey guys, like, what's up? Who's my master? My mom? Like, I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I, I knew your master once. Then your dad. I'm like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> anyway, guys, welcome back to Spectre Radio. We are jumping into the season one finale of Ahsoka, the Jedi, the Witch, and the Warlord, or the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, however you read that. Love it. Anyway, before we get started, I we are we have a very very special guest. I'll say, one of our OP listeners and long term friend of mine. Everyone, please welcome Paul. Heyo. Thanks. This is this is a genuine pleasure. I feel like we're definitely in for in for a treat. Paul is one <laughs> of the ones who usually texts me within seconds of the episode airing asking questions yes. and theories. And... His name has been on the podcast qu- plenty of times before. So now it's just about time that he's actually on the podcast to give you his comments. 
It, mm-hmm. it only took us about 90 episodes to yeah, actually formally invite totally him. Yeah, totally fine. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> no big deal. It's always a pleasure. Awesome. All right. I think it's my turn to uh, try to pay Andrew some homage here and do him justice with the episode recap. So here we go for Ahsoka Chapter 8, The Jedi, The Witch, and The Warlord. We open on Thrawn and the Great Mothers bestowing a gift on Morgan Elspeth, the Gift of Shadows and the Sword of Talzin. Meanwhile, Hu Yang helps Ezra to build a new lightsaber, paying homage to Kanan. It isn't long before it comes time for Ezra to use it as Thrawn dispatches two TIE fighters to squash the Jedi threat. Sabine crashes their ship to defeat the TIEs, so the rebels head to Thrawn on foot and their howlers. A fight with the night troopers ensues, and it seems that they are finally defeated, but that is when the Great Mothers resurrect them. Once our heroes finally trap them behind the blast doors, but who else? Morgan Elsbeth is waiting for Ahsoka. Ezra and Sabine leave in an effort to stop Thrawn's escape. Will the rebel crew succeed, or will Thrawn finally return as heir to the Empire? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Very nice dying. job. Or as Andrew would say, high praise. <laughs> high praise <laughs> coming from you, Wyatt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. But anyway, let's go ahead and jump into our first category of instant, instant reactions. reactions. Oh, I guess to see the behind the scenes of the workings <laughs> of the pod. And... <laughs> He's like, there's no echo on this end. This is lame. <laughs> this is weird. This is not how it's supposed to be. <laughs> this is how it goes. So before I dive into mine, I want to ask you two a, qu- a question. So... On the first watch, what two words would you pair with your first instant reaction of this of this finale? Like adjectives to describe? Yes, oh. sure. Mm. Oh, I have to think. This is, I don't want to say the first word that came to mind because it's not right. Caught me off guard. <laughs> um, I will say unexpected and like poetry it rhymes because there were so many easter eggs so easter eggs unexpected how about that i'll also go the unexpected way and then short 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 my second word for me pleasantly surprised really Um, Yes, yes. You yes, enjoyed yes. this. Who are you? Are you okay? Uh, I wouldn't say pleasantly surprised as enjoyed. Let's just uh, say Okay, that. now I'm confused. All right, then now we're back. So <laughs> that makes a couple, no sense. A couple of my, my reactions. Um, the Empire wins. Oh, I God. love a go. story when the, when the Empire wins. So, Wyatt is back on his bullshit. Yes. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was I'm I'm training a guy and he's a Star Wars nerd as well. He's got Grogu, the Death Star, and a Stormtrooper tattooed on his on his forearm. What a and combination. He, and, and, and it's it's all a bunch of random stuff. I see. And, For real. And um he, he asked the question to me today, what's my you know favorite movies, you know, timeline movies? And uh-uh. I said 
for me, oh, it's a tie right. between it's a tie between Empire and Rogue One because it might because mm-hmm. evil wins. Every story we see <laughs> good prevails. I don't want that. I want to see like, evil win. I want to see death and destruction and children being killed by Jedi. <laughs> So it was. It, it this sounds horrible coming out of my mouth, but it was good to see our heroes lose for once. Oh my god! Okay, Baitlin. It, it definitely gets you thinking. I'll take that. I'll take that anyway. <laughs> oh god. Um. What did you? Th- I, I'm dying to know what you thought of uh, Morgan turning into this like witch situation. I saw it coming. I definitely saw it. Oh coming. sure, She's, sure. She, I mean, even when she said um, "Long live um, Dothamir" instead of um, yeah, "Long live the Empire," was, she, I don't know, she doesn't that get just, two craps about the Empire. That she made wanted me, to go home. That made me laugh so hard. Like I don't. It just kind of gave me like, it was like meme quality because it was like, she whispered it. She's right. still like a chicken <laughs> shit. She won't even say it. Long, long live Dothamir. It's like okay, and- girl. Did anyone else find it weird how Thrawn is just standing there watching this like ceremony happen? Yeah, that's pretty creepy. It is. No, but, but I'm I figured... used to him being a creeper. He appreciates these cultures and like all these sure. things, so he's just a creeper. I mean, there's no bet, other way to I say bet that it. That was part of his plan. Yeah. To sacrifice Morgan. Oh yeah. 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 She was always disposable to him. Every single everybody has been yeah. disposable to him. He does not care about a single person <laughs> except him. Right. Yep. Um. I also Thrawn is more Thrawny, if that makes any sense. I agree. I think I agree. Yes. I agree. I, I agree to a mean. certain extent because he's got the witches helping him and doing most of the work, but it's his. It's his. Um, his uh, evil planning that sets him apart. His plotting. Well, because he also doesn't have anything else. He doesn't have he. The sisters or the great grandmothers are the only people he can he can work with. Yeah. He's exo- he, he yeah. Has normally no he resources. has like a Jedi at his disposal, and he got rid of them. So well, they're not Jedi, but you know what I mean. He got rid of the Force users that he had at his disposal. So or an right. unlimited I, I, amount of stormtroopers. Right. Uh, I think I my can't favorite, wait to talk about that. Yes, I think my favorite was when they dispatched the two Tie Fighters, and Thrawn just standing there. That it does not does not move. That was a cool scene. That was that very was, cool. And every time I hear them roar like that, I'm like, oh god, I really want a tattoo. Every <laughs> single time, I really want a Tie Fighter tattoo. It's gonna happen. Continuing on, so I did the lesser rewatch, I'll call this, <laughs> and I watched this with subtitles on the second time around. Yay, I love subtitles. You don't watch subtitles oh. all the time? No, I don't. Oh, Do you? Weirdo, yeah. All the Thank time. you. Oh my God, I love Paul. Yes. No, just, because just because I'm to... listening doesn't yes, mean I yes, know exactly yes. what words they're saying. I'm saying that's why like... I watch it again with the subtitles. So... Episode... And that was weird because they were like, oh, chanting an alien alien language. And then they were like actually saying what they were saying. So in like Which episode probably six, means something. <laughs> when when uh Balin was talking about the broken Jedi, uh-huh. Tons of people thought he said broken. Right. That's what subtitles are for. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. 
So the reason I bring that up is when in the beginning, when, you know, the Hocus Pocus witches are doing their little, uh, <laughs> little thing there in the beginning. Where's the vacuum? Um, um, they're asking, do you pledge yourself to the sisterhood, to the magic and to well, the old ways? As soon as, as soon as they said Mr. that. Of the traveling I, pants. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as soon as they said, do you blah, 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 blah. My, my newlywed ass went, I do. And she went, I do. <laughs> So, but magic isn't magic. It's M A G I K S. Yeah, subtitles, bro. Magic. Yeah, which I'm I'm loving it because I got to learn more about what that means, which is just another side of the force. I can't believe you haven't listened with subtitles or watched with subtitles. No, you'll never go back. Hopefully, you'll never go back. No, I won't. Laura's gonna hate it. Um, What? She she loves to read. Not when she's watching TV. She likes to just shut down and just and just be a part of it. Well, that's probably here. We cracked the code. That's why I missed Hera's ears. It's because I was reading the subtitles. <laughs> um, I've got a piece of trivia, or I got Ooh. yeah trivia. We haven't okay. we haven't done this in a while. Okay, so okay, the, okay. Here we go. The, the blade of Talzin. Yeah, Talzin. So, which is a weapon created by green magic from Dothamir. So this blade was used against a Jedi in clones. Which Jedi was it? Mace Windu. Mace Windu. Oh, nice. You got it. I was like, I don't know. Someone did his homework. Can I phone, can I phone a friend? <laughs> you can't phone Andrew. No. Uh, also, now I'm very embarrassed because I'm pretty sure I called it the Sword of Talzin. Or is it the same? Oh, I guess. It's the blade. Sword. Okay. I just, it's, it's, I just it's referred Googled. to as the sword. It, it comes up as both. Okay. Blade of Talzin and Sword of Talzin. So I guess we are both somewhat. I'm probably, oh, but we forgot to mention Andrew's not here. Oh, <laughs> that's terrible. Rip. You that's did horrible. the intro. That was that, that was, was your fault because at least I said to pay him homage and uh, to uh, this. To actually, this this will be a true test because I know he doesn't listen. So. <laughs> it, <laughs> So I'm not going to tell him. No, so <laughs> we forgot. <laughs> so any of his friends that listen like Cameron and all that, yeah, do not Saudi. let do Yeah, Saudi, Saudi, do not text him. Do not text him. <laughs> Cuz I want him to He's like in the middle of texting him right now. Backspace, backspace. Delete. <laughs> delete it. That's so um, funny. Okay. It'll be a true test. That's fair. Right. That's fair. Um, a couple more, then I'll hand it over. Um, I love Ezra getting his ego checked by um Hu Yang. <laughs> that was very, uh, very nice. Um, using a you. system versus method. I'm gonna use that in everyday life. Oh now. god. That's, that was amazing. Annoying. That was a really cool scene. Um <laughs> that was. Um, Ezra being told what happened in the past, I feel like is foreshadowing to those who didn't watch rebels and is feloni low-key telling oh, yeah. everybody Backtracking. go go freaking watch rebels yeah well he i he, told uh, someone that today <laughs> they he were said like, it before the show came out that you didn't have to watch rebels or clone wars to get into it but i mean he could be yeah. you know hinting hinting at the fact and that, you didn't hey, have to watch, watch the mandalorian it. until like two episodes ago what about yeah. the conflict on mandalore i was like oh yep. oh well now you gotta watch Mandalorian. Hopefully, hopefully this will entice people to go watch all the shows. <laughs> they better get, um, yeah, get good. Give us more we, Star Wars content. We got an Avengers and Game of Thrones kind of 
crossing and hiss, um, rain hellfire from Endgame. I thought Hunchback Notre Dame immediately. I wrote that down. The song Hellfire. <laughs> Just um, me? Okay. And, and then the witch is raising the dead back, which Game of Thrones. The that Night music. Yes. The violins, the strings. I was like, I don't know what this is reminding me of, but it's something spooky. And I loved <laughs> it. Um, Morgan being killed by both Blades. Her yeah. own and the and Ahsoka's was very satisfying. That looked like a video game kill. The way it, that it just kind of yes. like pew pew and then she just fell over like an NPC. I was like, this is I don't know. I was like, yay, she's dead. And I felt like I didn't have as an excited reaction as I might have if it was a more exciting death or exciting kill. Right. It was just kind of so climactic. So I've got some beef. Um with the um with the fighting stuff not necessarily the fighting style but the like it's the very kicking. Cl- I'm kicking <laughs> i want to do some kicking. It, it's more about the people doing the stunts so like mm. I, i've i have it written down twice because i i just wanted to make point to it that you can clearly tell when uh rosario is is actually doing the scene mm. and when the stunt man or the stunt woman is doing <laughs> the the scene stunt person yeah very different her rosario's movement is very blocky uh it's mm-hmm. very slow um and you could you could see that uh in in the the many lightsaber fights from from this series and uh that really bothered me especially mm. um when she's when she was fighting morgan agreed I agree with that. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to see that again on the rewatch when I eventually watch this for third, fourth and yeah. and eight and 18th time. I, I liked um, the, the fighting scene with Morgan. I felt like at least this episode, I think for me, at least I didn't notice that because it was so fast paced that I, I wasn't really being like so in tune with who was the real actor and who was the stunt actor. But, you almost forget this is the second time that they fought because mm-hmm. they fought or, in Mandalorian. Well, well, yeah, second second time total, but On like, screen, yeah. Well, and they fought earlier in the series too, didn't they? No, she was no. on in the this... ship watching. Just in Mando season oh. two, yeah. yeah, the one where she's in. She the was episode. just fighting Shin and Balin, right? Right? Yeah. Right. I got. Yeah. I got one more, then I'll hand it off to Paul. Um, I think we had some of Hera's best acting in this was when she, just the look on her face and her emotion seeing Ezra, thinking that he was gone, and just the re- not relief, but the Shock. it's almost yeah, it's almost like a visit a um a live action representation of the prodigal son coming coming home. Yeah. Um, you know, Alyssa says we love our Bible references. So we love our biblical boom. reference. There is a another one, but yeah, another, another one, another one. Well, that and uh, you know, a lot of people on the internet have criticized her reaction and been like, "Why didn't she start crying or run over to him or whatever?" And like, we didn't end up seeing that. And I and personally, that is a, a nit I would like to pick because I feel like it would have been. He arrived as a stormtrooper. No, I'm getting there. Let me finish my sentence. No, damn it. No, Let me fi- I will put you on mute. I'm the host. But I feel like if we would have seen the like full ending of the scene, she would have like probably like just stand there frozen while he comes up and hugs her or like 
finally snapped out of the like literal like just uh frozen shock that she was in and let the adrenaline you know start pumping and and then kind of snap back to reality but to me this was how i was trying to interpret it i felt as though that i agree with you wyatt that she's in so much shock that the prodigal son has returned but twofold she had said like how real is the threat of theron's return like i don't know we just have to hope for the best and prepare for the worst and so mm -hmm. i feel like part of ezra coming home is confirmation that Thrawn, Thrawn is coming. Thrawn is coming. And she's like, oh, shit. Like, mm -hmm. I'm a mother. Like, I have to protect my kid. Thrawn will do anything to, you know, wipe out the Jedi. And my kid is force sensitive, you know. So anyway, I felt like it was all these emotions were swirling around her head. And that's why she was so frozen. And mm -hmm. it was it was probably more so like, oh, my God, Thrawn is coming than anything else so that was my take on it but yeah it would have been great and probably a nice little bow on the season if we just got a little bit more rousing emotion i didn't really i had a couple of moments where i had goosebumps and i had chills because they play the force theme and all the whatever it's great but i felt like in a lot of the other season finales we have gotten these big emotional moments and you know, we had that with Anakin, obviously, coming back. And we had the little stinger of him kind of at the end. Mm -hmm. But, like, I was... If he would have spoken, if he would have said, like, may the Force be with you or some... Like, I don't care. He could have said anything, and I probably would have started crying. <laughs> but the fact that he just, like, smirked, like, I was just like, oh, sweet. And then I got over it, so... It wasn't even, like, a wholehearted smirk. It was yeah, it was, it was yeah. <laughs> it was like a tiniest little smile, which was very sweet in its own way. But also, I, the only time I felt emotional was when I saw Morai. That was the only time yes. I was like, oh, oh. my god, it's finally, Morai. and yeah. that was great. Um, but there was to me, I was waiting for like that moment where Ezra's being hugged, and oh my god, and. It was funny because uh, to to just kind of keep talking about that one scene really quick. Um, did anybody else kind of get the vibe that Chopper is a dog recognizing a soldier in a mascot yep. uniform coming yep. home from yep. war? Yep. Like those uh -huh. videos yeah, he, of like the parents coming he won, home he to the school in the mascot uniform and the dog knowing like and the kid knowing. So, yeah, to me, that's kind of the vibe. And everybody else was like, who is this guy? Um, a thousand thousand percent um yeah. before we jump off of that the anakin force ghost was i think i know the answer to this but was that episode three anakin because he I, looked yeah, I older think I'll, I think he had his clone wars um he had what he was wearing in episode three on plus the plus the uh the extra cloak Okay, so that's basically I could, yeah i could see the uh the the leather the leather suit that's, then that's basically the Anakin that we get at the end of um, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yep. that's what at I was thinking. End. Okay, that's yep. what cool. I, was I know it was very good. Oh my gosh. I know we kind of already talked about it, but the episode title, like <laughs> I got so excited over that. I don't that's know. Why. I, I was like, that was just yeah. so perfect. And I'm like, damn, we really just walked right into that. Like, how did we not predict that like yeah. that was here so obvious here we go that was yep. so obvious it was i i was like oh my god i love that and i was like that is so felony to like go 
<laughs> grab another author yeah. or something. And, and nothing really connects to Narnia except for the fact that Filoni talks about the world between worlds being uh -huh. like Narnia. Uh -huh. that's, that's that's the only connection that we have. Oh, is, I'm sure there are cool. a lot more metaphors to be made oh, about yeah. the two, but yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, Ahsoka could technically be the lion, but uh, oh, true. we know. True. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I loved when Huyang called Kanan Caleb. He used like, both of his names in the same both his names. And I'm like just picturing baby Caleb, like so cute. Um, there was a lot of Easter eggs in this, like I kind of said in my reaction piece. I liked the little it was kind of like a baby holdo move when she crashed the ship into the TIE fighters. I felt like she was trying to, you know, we were trying to get to that. And then we got like the Ray Kylo headshot with the lightsaber when she finally could use the force and Sabine mm -hmm. grabbed the saber and gave the guy a quick headshot. That was, um, that was a, that was a Luke connection as well. Yeah. Um, Empire Strikes Back. I love that. And then when she said, have you kept up with your training? And she said, I try. And I went, oh, and she goes, I do. And I was like, ah, I see what you did there. That was just for us real fans because other people, <laughs> my mom would be like, what? I don't get it. Why did she correct herself? <laughs> so I thought that was really, really cute. There were like a lot of little Easter eggs there. Um. I liked seeing Ezra's fighting skills because last time, obviously we got to see him without a weapon, but this time we got to see him with the lightsaber and you could tell he's kept up with the forms, even though he hasn't had the lightsaber. Like he was, you know, not a hundred percent. Right. Like, but he, he did really, really well. So I thought um, that for me was like complete and total confirmation that they had the right actor and maybe to Paul's point, like, yeah, some of that was stunt double but um it was very believable to me that they had the right person um let me see i'm just have so many notes here oh i have one for adam <laughs> we uh did anyone else get an order 66 flashback when ahsoka was facing a room full of stormtroopers or was that just adam <laughs> oh, poor guy <laughs> Because she trained for that, remember? Like, they had all the troopers firing at her, and that was her training. And then as soon as she was outnumbered, I was like, I was literally not even worried. I was like, this girl's going to be fine. And also, uh, can we just acknowledge for a minute that, first of all, nothing is less scary than a stormtrooper, and nothing is even more or less scary than a dead, reanimated stormtrooper because they literally can't hit anything or kill anyone like i was like i'm really not concerned about this like mm. i'm i'm more concerned about someone getting bitten and turning into a zombie than i am <laughs> someone actually getting shot like that that was never a threat um but yeah did anyone else i think my last thing is did anyone else the whole episode go where's shin and valen what's going on yeah. with them yeah. what's gonna happen i was waiting <laughs> paul's raising his hand yeah <laughs> for all of you who cannot see him um, but yeah, there was just like so many moments where I was like, are they gonna, are they gonna cut to him? Are they gonna see, or, or are we, are we gonna see Shin like rejoining Thrawn? She just said, forget it. Like she didn't even try. Yeah. Um, so that was just weird to me, but, um, I think that's pretty much it. I had one other really quick one. 
I was hoping that uh, the the shuttle that uh, Ahsoka had would have maybe jumped onto the Star Destroyer like the Millennium Falcon had done in the past. Right? I was like, that's the only way that she could do it. Kind of like, you know, get in the whale's mouth, so to speak. Nope. But, now, they're, now they're stuck on Peridia. Yeah. Come on, Paul, give us your reactions. Well, I have three pages of reactions, as I told you before. <laughs> I know, it's so difficult to like go through your notes and quickly yeah. kind of pick through. I, I want to hit on like two things of last episode, because I listened to the uh, last week's pod uh, earlier today. Uh, you had mentioned, Alyssa, that the CGI or the the, the visual oh, yeah. effects from episode seven was, was probably the worst of the series. I 100% agree. Um, the two areas that I thought were really bad, uh, my brother happens to be um, a studio manager for oh, very cool. uh, a gaming company, a video game company. So I have these, I look at visual effects differently. Sure. Um, but like when Ahsoka jumped out of the ship. And <laughs> yeah. That was bad. Roll, that, that was really awful. bad. That was really bad. Wasn't uh, there another one? There was another one too, I feel like. But they, when when after she's fighting with Balin, she rides off on the I call them the wolf oh. horse. I don't know what <laughs> the they're really horse. called. Howlers. The howlers, yes. Uh when she's riding off on a howler, that's also really bad as well. Yeah. Uh so in addition to the points that you made. Um and then there was a dialogue uh issue. Uh the vo Ezra's voice and mouth did not say the same words. Um, oh, I missed when that. He, when, when he's talking about take us prisoners, uh, at when the uh, stormtroopers are gathered around after they fight, oh, he's he mouths the word ransom, and not not prisoners. I didn't even notice. So anyway, I'll I'll stop talking about episode. No, seven. it's okay. We're here for E eight, um, holy force jump. Uh, that's what I got written down. Yeah. Uh, classic uh -huh. Ezra move. Uh, that was really cool to see. I labeled mm -hmm. I labeled the witch ceremony as the witch hall of fame. Um, <laughs> I thought I thought that was very fitting. Uh, the induction. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I wrote uh, Ezra recreating Kanan's saber, wholesome. I thought that was mm. really cool. And then, you know, like I said, that whole scene was just eye-opening and really intimate between Hu Yang and, and Ezra. Him finding out Sabine's, what happened to Sabine's family during the Siege of Mandalore. Anyway, um, I was really bummed that we didn't see Shin and Balin until the very end. Um, I don't think, obviously, we're we're probably not going to find out what Balin's mission was for himself. Yeah. Um, if we do, they're gonna have to obviously recast somebody. And I don't. I don't. I think... saw someone post like an actor online, and they kind of like put the beard. I don't know who it was. They didn't say in the posting. There was just a picture, and it looked Chat pretty legit. But it probably. Oh my gosh! I <laughs> saw a parody. They they said the only person that can play Balin now is George Lucas. Oh. <gasps> Oh, that's terrible. That's bad. You'd have to get contacts. But I know, Paul, you just mentioned the the jump. Um, and we were talking about like the biblical references. I felt like that was literally like a leap of faith because I don't think Ezra saw 
that Sabine used the force the way that she did. Yeah. And she couldn't even move a fucking mug across a table. <laughs> and all of a sudden, uh, this might shock you. Why is Sabine a Mary Sue? <laughs> like, I totally feel like that was a Mary Sue moment. Like, because then later on, her powers kind of like trail off and diminish. And she has to like, I don't know. That was so selective and weird to me that all of a sudden she was like, OP. Yeah, and, I have written down Sabine can now like use that. the force question mark. Yeah, like I got I got that it, it unblocked her when Ahsoka was like, just trust in the force. Like, you just mm -hmm. have to do it. And, you know, she she went through a lot for sure. So I could see how that would that would change. But to go from picking up a lightsaber to doing that advanced. I, I mean, I don't know if that's an advanced move. That's maybe more of like something Andrew could tell us, but. I Ezra, just felt Ezra like Ezra has no idea what what she's capable of. Right. And he had zero, I mean very, well not zero, but obviously yeah. because he jumped, but <laughs> very little faith in her that she could do it. So Yeah. Um loved love-hate relationship with the zombie troopers. Um Yeah. I I'm mm -hmm. sure you guys noticed but the two troopers on the top were death troopers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. I didn't realize that until they were dead death troopers. Yeah. I, I I didn't notice that until my second second viewing. Um. Yeah, that uh, was the one I was more afraid of. Was the one where the jaw came out and he was like, ah. Yeah, <laughs> the very uh, uh White Walker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Walking Dead. Very much. Yep. I love. Um. I, I call the new species. To, is there a word for the new species that Ezra found? The, the Nodi, right? Or Nodi? The Nodi, the, the, the the yeah. The Nodi. I think it's Nodi. Yeah, I think it's Nodi. I, yeah, think I, it's Nodi. I'm, I'm referring to them as the Yoshis. Um, <laughs> I, love, I love how Hu Yang and them just are left with the buds. ship to fix yeah. everything. Like they right. can fix, like, like these guys can fix everything. They've got rocks yeah, on like, their backs. Hey, hey, it's like that. Oh, over again. Yeah. <laughs> The so, Enzylins. <laughs> um for the most part, that's that's about it. Um like I said, I got a lot more stuff that we can get into after our instant reactions. All right. Then I guess we shall move on to our next category of uh predictions, even though we are at the end of uh the series question mark or just season one question mark. <laughs> question mark. We are not <laughs> sure question mark. Um however. I, I could not start this category without saying that um, fuck you guys. You can suck it because I totally dunked on you and got two predictions right. Wow. I, I noted that. Wow. The way that I was uncontrollably laughing the minute the radio went off, I was like, oh, yeah. I was wrong in the beginning of the episode, but now you're going to be sick of me on the podcast tomorrow because 757 here, coffee. I was like, yes, I knew it. I fucking knew it. So that was it's Ezra being Ezra. Yep. It was Ezra being Ezra. And I, I thought that I loved that that was how they did the reveal. Did it completely make sense? No. Was it perfect? No, but it was very cute and very Ezra. I, I wish that hadn't have been uh, as predictable as it was. Yeah. I, I know that would have probably been pretty hard, but, you know, seeing him 
take away take the uh, the trooper away everybody knows it's gonna happen yeah and it, i mean i was not i was also right about the night troopers being reanimated i wasn't completely you know explicit on how that would happen but um it's interesting that when they were killed over and over again it kind of gave me the hercules vibe of like you cut the head off the snake and three grow back yep. mm-hmm. and so like you cut down a, a, a night trooper and he just comes back Hail Hydra. Um, yeah exactly Hail hydra <laughs> so that was interesting that they didn't like just puff into smoke like uh Maruk. so yep. i wonder like what the difference was between i guess Maruk was never actually alive or was a body he was just magic that's, I don't know. That's that was one of my questions for Andrew. Yeah, was, I, I mean, I feel like that's probably the case. Like, I don't I, know what what else. Because if if Maruk was a zombie, he was whatever, just a pile of snakes in a who, <laughs> who would who would have made him a zombie? Because Els uh, Morgan Elsbeth probably couldn't have. No, made she him didn't a have power for that. So is he, he was like, just a fangirl, annoying ass bitch. I did, can't. Did Morgan Elsbeth find him on Dathomir or or what? <laughs> right, so. right. That, oh, that's that could be the case. And yeah, now that I've rewatched this episode twice, once last night and then once really quickly today, um, I get the sneaking suspicion. And I don't know if any of us have said this so far as a theory that they are not other night troopers, that it's going to be night sisters and brothers. Because they're they got the inventory loaded on Dathomir, and when Ezra was at the gate, he was like, "Yeah, Thrawn got here, and he woke up the witches, and it was like a whole thing." So I'm like, oh, "Okay, the rest of them must be sleeping, night brothers and night sisters, um, and they took them back to Dathomir." So I don't know. That was my. Who other... knows what's going to be in it? But Th- I don't think was... it's going to be more troopers based on the way that this episode went. That was my other question for Andrew. Yeah. Who <laughs> knows Because Ezra says, and I and I took this literally. Um where did I write that? He says, uh, he used the line waking up the witches. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Thrawn wakes is waking up, woke up the witches, and you know, it wasn't safe things. to come on my own. Yeah. Yeah. And so I took that I I I probably took that too literally than than I should have. <laughs> but no, but like, no, I think you're right. I mean I think that's that's pretty much what he what yeah. happened and and like I guess if they're not dead they're sleeping it's a sleeping bag it's not a coffin yeah. I don't know it's well, a big slumber party yay they're about to have a huge party on Dathomir oh uh, yeah um and then I can't remember if I ever said this on a podcast yet um but just seeing like uh Sabine who is a Mandalorian by birth and by trade become force sensitive and more of a jedi and then seeing grogu who was basically born force sensitive you could argue because he's still kind of a baby even at 50 and then choose to be like a mandalorian by trade i don't know if those two will ever meet but i feel like maybe at some point down the line since ahsoka obviously is like stranded on on peridia at some point down the line, I could see some kind of cameo conversation between Ahsoka and Mando, kind of like talking about their students, because like Mando obviously tried to hand off the kid to Ahsoka, and ultimately he went to Luke, and then ultimately came back. But um, I just feel like it's it would be really cool 
eventually for Sabine and Grogu to meet and kind of share that or even just Mando and Ahsoka kind of talk about how like we might have an assumption that we're born to do something or we're destined to do something, but we can always choose to do something else. So I just think that's beautiful. And I'm going to get off my soapbox now. I, I think with with Ahsoka being, you know, Gandalf the White now, <laughs> uh, right. her right her teaching the lion and and Gandalf the yeah. White. <laughs> yeah, her teaching style is going to be drastically different. Oh yeah, and, I mean, and she I, and she's already alluded was, to she that. She wasn't pissed. Like you could yeah. see, like the only time she got slightly to that scrunched up angry face was at Morgan, and like basically. You know, she built a beautiful Lego tower and her Padawan came in and fucked the whole thing up. And she was like, it's fine. I'll build another one. That's yeah. how I felt like she she was like, it's fine. You know, you made the right choice. I support you. Yeah. And my question for Andrew was when she was like, my master always supported me. I was like, but didn't didn't that kind of not be the case at the end when she kind of left the order was because. Anakin was just like, no, you have to do what you're told. And she was like, fuck that. I'm out. Well, it, so, if you if you go back in clones and watch why she left the order, obviously she was blamed for the bombing of the temple. Anakin was the only one fighting for her. Yeah. The only but one. I, I think that's like what I was they, referring to. Right. But I felt like they had a conversation where he was like, well, this is like what we have to deal with. Sorry. You have to go on trial or whatever. And she was like, fuck this. I'm not going on trial. I quit. <laughs> Bye. So I guess in a way, yes, he did stand by his his Padawan. Yeah. His girl. Well, they're stuck on a deserted planet in a different universe. With so nothing but whoopa whoopa to, to yep. party. So I mean, should be should be interesting. Yep. And you get hungry quick. Um, oh my god. So... Okay, Chewbacca and the porgs all over again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with, with them being stranded on Peridia, I feel like, so they got to get off there somewhere. So they're, they're somehow going to fix her, um, her cruiser. They're going to fix her ship. You don't think so, Paul? Where? No, um, I will share my prediction later. I think (laughs) they're going to somehow, and I would love for this to happen, somehow find, um, Kyber crystals within this, Kyber within this um yeah here's a question for andrew where did ezra get his kyber crystal did we just have a drawer full of kyber crystals that they were like yeah this blue one will do and i'm I'm glad that they i'm glad that they made it blue i was waiting for it to be blue um it would have been cool that it if it was purple though like his hair and the thing but whatever it's fine I, i didn't catch that the first first time i watched and then the second time i watched i was like hold up where did where'd they get a kyber crystal yeah mm-hmm I think Hugh Yang's storing them. Probably. Why, uh, I, though? How? I thought the whole thing was going to Ilum and getting your shit. Like, he probably took Are we some. just retconning shit now? Like, he's got dead Jedi <laughs> kyber crystals on on deck? Like, I don't understand. Where is he getting them then? He could have used it. He could have used it from the other lightsabers that were on the ship. Right, because Ahsoka had a whole closet full of them. Oh. Right, right. Or he I could know, have reconstructed. Or he could have reconstructed one of the sabers that was already put together. Andrew, we need you. <laughs> I know. I could see like um, Sabine going on like her own little quest to now locate her own crystal. I, and... I think she's never leaving Ahsoka again after this whole stick together thing. 
No, I don't, I don't think, think she's. She, I don't think. I don't think she's allowed to. I well, <laughs> not not that because Ahsoka was like, "Girl, go," and she was like, "Okay, fine." Hesitated, but went. And then the second time when she had the choice, I think that was the right choice because I don't know if Ahsoka would have won that fight. I don't know if she would have died, but it was not looking good for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, more so with Morgan rather than the troopers. That was the, I was less worried about, especially because she lost one of her sabers. But Bro. I don't I don't know. It it would be cool to see Sabine get to have that moment, but she is a quote unquote older potential Padawan here. Um and already has a and lightsaber. So would that I've, even be the case? Would a crystal call to her? And then what is she gonna have two sabers like her master? That could be cool. Possibly. But I don't know. Um, I think, long story short, I think Ezra is going to lead the um, rebellion t- right to where they are, even though he doesn't know because they're in a whole completely different universe. I feel like he's going to pair up Use with the, the purple whales again, and they're going to end up taking a whole crew out there because now everything that Hera thought was oh. going to happen is confirmed because also- Ezra saw it for- firsthand. But can he talk to the purple? I don't know. He did before, didn't he? I don't remember. If no, he, he did. There was there was a was, Rebels episode where and where they're where they're um they're mining and the Purgles are like uh, are like disrupting the mining planes yeah. from oh. one planet. He it's mentions been so long in Rebels we need to re-listen he, to our, our recap of Rebels. He he's he's always mentioned that he can talk to animals really well, and that includes the Purgle. Oh, true. Um, well then, if it's canon, let's let's go for it. So, do you guys think they're going to do Ahsoka season two, or they're going to rename it a different show and just carry on from where we left off? No, I feel like they're gonna. I think it's going to be season two. Yeah. And then we're going to get another upset, and then we're going to get a movie. <laughs> I think people will be too confused oh. if they okay try to call it something else. But yeah, totally on board with the movie. So yeah, Dave Filoni is rumored. At, well, it, it was all talked about at the uh, mm-hmm. whatever Star celebration. Wars celebration. Yeah, that there were going to be three new movies, and one of them was going to be an Avengers type movie that Dave Filoni was going to direct. Oh, include which we're, we're not ready. Which, we're yeah, not which, ready. which included everybody from the Mandoverse. So yeah, everybody, Mando, Mando <laughs> Boba Fett, and Ahsoka. So, um. If this this episode did kind of feel more Mandalorian to me, and I don't know if that was just because it was Rick Famuyiwa, but like seeing Sabine with the helmet and the blasters and the action going on, it felt very similar to like Bo-Katan and Mando and Grogu. I I liked it. I liked that. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I think I think they can get a season two done before they can get a movie done. Movies are way more high quality, and uh, at this expensive. point, at this point, they've probably already shot a little bit of season two. Who knows? But mm. um, my concept for the for the season two would be I, I texted it to myself last night because I was thinking I love about that. It. So smart. I said new season. Uh, so season two centered around Thrawn and everybody involved in Dathomir because I think Thrawn is going to end up being upon in whatever they're whatever the witches are going to do now um mm. you know he said it he said it that'd in be the, cool he said that their alliance has become pretty successful 
uh, improving. Um, so uh, I said it's it's obvious that the Rebel Alliance will find Ahsoka and Sabine. Season two ends on another cliffhanger, mm-hmm. and the Avenger style movie finishes everything off. Ahsoka is reunited with Bo-Katan, yada yada. Oh the yeah. Mandalorian Grogu uh, is seen with Ahsoka. Obviously, I forgot to put Boba Fett in there. And the Spectre crew is back together, <laughs> we, including we about Zeb. Him. Yes. Yeah, what the it, heck? We freaking need Zeb in this For in this a show. minute, when Ezra came off the shuttle, I was like, is it Zeb? And I thought then I was it was like, Zeb. And then I was like, nah. Be, be, you don't... And another thing, there's so many continuity issues that I had. So, mm-hmm. like, you don't see Ezra fly off in that ship ever. Like, at what point did he leave... It At makes sense though he because he did he did he was like oh seven five seven whatever so he probably was like I don't know he you yeah. know you know how he is he's very sneaky and you could see when I rewatched you could see how distracted and intent they were on like unloading their shit to Dathomir and they're like we finally made it we mm-hmm. did it because they've been gone for 10 years so I feel like it would have been very easily to kind of sneak out the back door especially if you're a trooper on a, a approved mark shuttle yeah um when they're you know starting to unload shit on the planet's surface it'd be very easy to slip out so i feel yeah. like that that didn't necessarily it would have been also you know, less how of a reveal if we saw that that's all also how did ezra know where they were he knew they were going to mirror he had he had to know that was always no, their no, plan. no no how no. did he know where where uh, hera was I think that the um, they were probably outside of of um, Coruscant, uh, floating in the uh, the atmosphere, um, and I think somehow that the Imperial ship that he flew in on had coordinates. Probably to, to Coruscant. Probably to, yeah, to wherever. I I I'm gonna assume that they were outside of Coruscant. Because remember planet. all the Imperial shit going down on Coruscant. That makes sense. And so, also, how don't they just open fire on this random Imperial? It was ship escorted when you rewatch it. Yeah. It was escorted. There were two oh, it ships was? bringing uh, yeah. it in. I did I did notice that. I was like, oh yeah, they're escorting it. So he must have said like, you know, I'm surrendering or something. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Instead of like it's Ezra because like she probably they probably would have blew it up on site <laughs> and been like that's a lie Ezra's dead yeah. I don't know the last sentence that I texted myself it was it was a couple <laughs> minutes later I had to go find it I said more importantly the rebel alliance gives a helping hand maybe we see Leia oh yeah I I feel like it would be nice to see that and I feel like Billy Lord is at the right age to play her in this Mm. timeline and i feel like that would be approved by the fans even though billy lord has already been in star wars um and that that would probably be the only way that like her estate would approve it too if that if it's her kid i don't think they could go back well they're they're disney because they they have used her likeness to help with yeah from a from a VFX from a visual standpoint, um, they Disney has very drastically improved their D 
de-aging uh, software. Oh, yeah. And what we saw from Rogue One. I, I love Rogue One as, as, much, was, as, as much as why it does. But when you see Leia turn around, oh, my gosh, that was Jump that was a, that was the worst. Literally, you know, that, that, I didn't care. I ate every fucking second up of that. that was they great. did. They did a better <laughs> job. They did a better. Disney did a better job in 2010 when they made Tron than when they made. Oh, Rogue Lord, One. I never saw that. Wow, that's a that's a statement. He's yeah. saying from VFX. I don't think he's saying from VFX. Standpoint, yes, <laughs> yeah, no, from a certain I, I, point I, of view. <laughs> no, I mean, this is Disney that has unlimited money and unlimited resources as well. Yeah, well, there was so much However, crap that ended up happening with Rogue One, like reshoots, or yeah, they did not whatever. have a limited time. Yeah, yep, yep, true. They were trying Still to put a, a product so. out. It, yeah. I, oh, I love sure. it. Battle of Scarif, best, best battle, in my opinion. That was great. the most tropical was battle. <laughs> facts the most Floridian of battles yeah <laughs> for real <laughs> well guys train your mind train your body trust in the force and listen to Spectre Radio cause we will Damn be back <laughs> we will be back even though we are sadly saying goodbye to the Ahsoka uh, season 1 for now Question hopefully mark. we'll be saying hello <laughs> to season 2 in the future uh, but we will be back very soon for a special episode before we hopefully dive into Loki question mark. Uh, so send us your questions for a special episode of Consult the Council, hopefully coming soon. And we'll see you real soon. And? And thank you so much to Paul for being on here. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me after all these years. Can you tell I am uh, running out of caffeine and everything at this point in time? Thank you so much, Paul, to be uh, our guest tonight. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, Andrew, we miss you, bud. We'll hopefully have you back very soon next week. And uh, maybe, if we're lucky, we'll have Paul come back sometime soon. In about three years. Yeah, (laughs) apparently that's how we work around here. All right. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. In the meantime, check us out on Instagram as at Spectre underscore radio and on Facebook as Spectre Radio. Be sure to submit your questions via social media for a chance to hear us answer them on our upcoming segment, Consult the Council. This is Spectre Radio signing off. <laughs>